episode 26, and I'm so excited. I am shocked that we've gone 26 episodes in. That's a long time. That's 26 weeks. I'm just so thankful for what the Lord has done and how he's just provided in this way, um, giving me this opportunity. So I'm so thankful for that. I just tried to start recording this, and I did the intro, like, cool beans, um, but where I do the podcast, there's this huge window. So if you're watching, you would have seen me, like, with my eyes squinted. So I was like, I can't do this. I was so distracted. It was so bright. Just how the sun is, it's just, like, right into my eyes. So I closed one of the blinds, um, so hopefully it's much better now. But as I had been praying over what to talk about on the podcast today, a conversation that I had with the Lord while I was babysitting just kept coming up. And this conversation, I was like, whoa, I can learn so much from raising kids. But it was such a sweet conversation. Uh, they were asking me questions. They had lots of different questions about all these different things. Um, and then, so it was her and her little, her older sister in the back seat. And the five-year-old asked me this question. Uh, and I was like, okay, that's like interesting, cool question. And I answered it. And then she goes, if God wasn't here, then no one would be here. And I thought that was such a big statement for such a little girl to make. And how that five-year-old was able to make that connection of everything is about Jesus. And basically, it was in the, like, bigger world, in the bigger picture, it's, she's talking about, like, there's no point of living life if you're not living life for Jesus. So, first of all, my first point to make is, like, live for Jesus in every way you can in life. Live for him, chase after him. But also to see that if God wasn't here, if God wasn't living, then none of us would be here. And because God was the one who had creation in Genesis, um, it talks all about that. It's um, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Um, and then it just keeps going for a few chapters, just talking about the creation and rest and then the fall. And so I just thought it was super cool. And obviously the five-year-old wasn't thinking of it in that deep of a sense, other than that's what she's learned, that's what she's heard about. Um, and they were just asking questions. So, and that's um, the statement she said. And so I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into that statement. If God wasn't here, then no one would be here. Um, and so to go in deeper, just to like a topic I don't know, um, we might not talk about it a lot, I don't really know, but just like, what slash who um, is God? And you probably know God is the creator of the universe. Like it talked about Genesis 1-1, and through him and by him all things were made. And you can learn more about that in Romans 11-36. He sustains every little, every living thing, every little thing um, can, is like content off of his existence. So there's no, there'd be no living things if it weren't for God. Um, and because of his infinite nature, he is not relied on anything for his existence. Um, and so to answer that question, nothing created God um, and nothing had to. And so uh, if something always had to exist, um, then nothing can be created. And so um, God has just always been there. And like there wasn't really time before God. Um, like God has always been God. He's always been there. Um, and he created everything in the seven days of creation. And so, that is just like a little bit about God. And then, um, what makes God um, different than the little G gods? And I think, like, in my history class, we learn about, like, at school, you're learning about, oh, the, all these other religions and all these other things and all these little G gods. And 
what makes our God, the one true God, God. Uh, and so if God created the world, how do we know that he's different than the other gods and the other religions? So those um, groups claim their little g-god also created. And sometimes these gods appear to be all-powerful or all-knowing. Um, but how this is how we know our God is distinct. Um, first, he wants a personal relationship with his creation. No other God is willing to come down in the form of a man, suffer a terrible death, and for the sake of having a relationship with their creation. And you just don't see that in other religions. You don't see um, them having that personal relationship with their little g-gods and that our big God has and um, wants with us. He wants that personal relationship. And so that's something that makes him different than the other little g-gods. Is not dependent on his creation. Other religions both like one gods or multiple god religions run into a couple of like theological issues um, and if god is the one and only then god creates out is creative out of boredom and loneliness and that would make their gods dependent on their creation um, and so if there are many gods then there's not one true powerful being and so that means they don't have all the power um, and so if god our god is the one, but in three persons with the one. So it's the Trinity, God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but they're in one. Um, and God creates as an act of love, but not a necessity or um, something that he needs. And so God wants a relationship with us. God wants us to love him. God wants, and God loves us. And so, but he's not reliant on us because um, he's an all-power. He's all-knowing. He doesn't us to like keep him going like those other little g-gods do and so I just that, that one sentence that little girl said when she did like once we got to a stop like I literally wrote down what she said because I was just so surprised by that little thing of if God wasn't here then we wouldn't be here but what a blessing that is as well because we have a God who loves us so much that he um, made us and made, he made us in our mothers and he made us um, fearfully and wonderfully made. He made us um, in his image, and then he didn't want us to do life alone, so he sent a son, his one and only son. So it's just like these little things that we hear growing up, but we don't dive deeper into, or we don't realize like how important it is. Um, and so, like, imagine someone loving you so much that he was willing to send his one son to come and suffer and die for us a terrible death. And when I was in the car talking with those girls, that's what I said. I was like, isn't it crazy that he loved us so much and he did that and he died on the cross for us. And then that's when she, she goes, oh yes, and we had to wear that terrible crown. And that was part of the story that stuck out with her, but um, that that crown of thorns. And so all of these things, it was hard. Um, and then Jesus rose again on the third day. And that's why we celebrate Easter. And so I just think it's so important to look back at the little things that we might have learned as kids um, and just see the power of it. So those little Bible stories and see those cool miracles God performed and to see all these other things um, was just so cool. And so I just encourage you this week to go and look at the truths that you learned as a little kid and just dive in deeper or if you didn't learn those truths.
truth as a little kid, um, learn the truth that you're learning still, um, the stories about God, how much he loves us, the little kids' songs even, um, are just like so cool and much deeper than we think they are. And so um, if it weren't for God, none of us would be here. And so that's just kind of what was on my heart a lot this week um, and just like such a blessing and an encouraging thing. <laughs> but I wanted to share one more little funny thing that happened. And so I have had, for some reason this week, was just like super busy with my babysitting jobs. And if you don't know me, I love kids. Um, brings me so much joy to be with them. But I was with a family, and it was, there was, the conversations are just super funny to me. And so um, the little girl came up to me, and she's like, hey, Sophie, guess what? And I was like, what? And she's like, I broke a habit today. And it made me laugh because earlier that week when I was with them, we talked about breaking a habit because they um, said they were in a bad habit and then they were trying to break it. And I was like, okay, let's talk about habits. And we talked about how you can break a habit in three days um, just by doing that over and over again. And I was like, well, what habit did you break? And she was like, I didn't buy my nails all day today. Um, and so I just thought that was funny because we talked about how it was three days and she's like, I didn't buy my nails all day. I broke a habit. Um, so I just think if you have a habit that you need to break, it only takes three days to break it. If you're, you know, oversleeping your alarm clock and not having time to do your Bible study, then try your very best for three days to break that habit. Um, or if you are in the habit of just watching shows and listening to music that are not honoring to the Lord, then it just takes three days to break that habit. So um, I just encourage you to work on those habits that might not be good um, to break them because just like that little girl, she broke that habit of biting her nails. Is how to have a good dance party. Um, no matter what age you're at, I think it's good to let loose um, and have fun. And so I was dancing with kids because that's a lot less embarrassing than um, doing it with other people. But even if that's in your car, just sing and have fun. Um, and just be so thankful for the things that the Lord has given us. And the Lord has blessed us with fun things. Um, and so having a dance party made me and those kids laugh so hard. Um, and we were talking about each other's moves. And they're like, ooh, Sophie, you got some moves. Which I don't. I'm a terrible dancer. But it's just fun. So I just encourage you um, along to look at the ways uh, as kids growing up, how we like have looked over those simple Bible stories, but just to see the depths of them and the coolness of those stories. Um, and then second thing I encourage you to do, if you have a habit and you need to break, break that habit. The third thing is um, do something fun. Find something fun. And often for me, fun surrounds Jesus. And so when you're truly rooted in Jesus, that is fun of learning more about him, spending time with him, listening to music that honors him. All those things are fun. And so Enjoy the small moments this week. Um, that dance party before I put them to bed really made my day, and we would video each other doing it, and it was so funny, and they were laughing so hard. And so I just encourage you to find um, something fun. Slow down. Uh, we were reading, one of my friends uh, shared the verse again with me. It's in Psalms. I don't remember exactly where, but it was the one about, like, lie down in green pastures um, and just slow down. And that was just super-duper encouraging uh, because we need to slow down in life and so whether that slowing down is like sit down and have a little dance party um, whatever that means just try to find a moment to slow down 
um, this week and give it to God. I just want to see if I can find that verse that I can. Um, that it's in Psalms. I know that. Um, and so just slow down and give it to God. Rest in Him. Give Him all of the glory and all of the honor. Um, and so I hope this was encouraging. Um, I hope you also know that if God was not here, um, we wouldn't be here. None of these things would be here. The pretty flowers that are about to start um, blooming, even though it's February. Um, the sunshine, all of the gifts of God um, are only here because of him. And so just to rejoice in that and find hope in that. Um, but I hope you feel encouraged um, and loved. And thank you for listening or watching. And I really do appreciate you guys so much. Um, and I'll see you guys next week for episode 27. Bye, guys.